Give me something. G'day punters, another week means another episode of Give Me Something. We've got a great man with us today. Before we get to him, what a panel it is this week. Handsome Hammy G, welcome. Top of the morning, Felix. Jeez, uh, I'm um, a bit nervous, uh, a bit excited, a bit, little bit starstruck because uh, obviously Wally's <laughs> on today. So, um, yeah, hopefully it's uh, another good app. Yeah, the man with the longest bet slip in Melbourne, Mick Wall. Yeah, big day for you, Hammy. Big day for everyone. Uh, look, uh, no, it's uh, good to have on. Sometimes we get people that cross over from two worlds, Felix. And uh, when you look at reality television and professional sport, look, they're polar opposites in terms of the usual fan base, but occasionally we get a crossover. So this is very exciting. Well, they are. And I'll tell you what, I've lost that many boomerang golf balls up a certain orifice. And I finally want to get to the bottom of the bloke who's been selling them on Instagram. But before we get to that, Georgie Parker, welcome. Hello, Felix. We finally got someone that's taller and more good looking than you are. are you, how are you feeling about that? <laughs> Oh, I've already introduced Hammy and he didn't really make yeah, much I won't, of I won't buy it, mate. Don't, don't get too nervous. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what. The man of the moment, a bloke delisted by the Suns and the Blues, maybe a blessing in disguise there, but adopted by the nation as a cult figure. And on top, one of the best self-roasters in sports you'll ever find in a top level, as I mentioned before, Broomerang golf ball salesman, currently residing in the Big Brother house, Daniel Gorringe. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Thanks for the kind words and the, 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 the nice introduction you gave me there. It was a great list, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> no worries now, now we want to jump onto the big brother stuff straight away because you know me and hammy of course we were watching it last night we we're having a dig on the socials but mm. i'll tell you what is alan as infuriating and annoying as he seems on tv yeah he is definitely even probably more <laughs> so actually when you have 24 hours of them a day so i think you saw on on the first episode i was ready to launch him over the fence as soon as he came <laughs> in so um yeah he's a lot He's really, really something, that Alan character. So uh, last night, it was, it was kind of nice to see him go. So, um, yeah, it's a lot to put up with on a daily basis. I was, I was going to say with this, this show, so in years gone by, I kind of sat back, as everyone does, sits back and looks at this show and all their mates go, geez, you'd, be, you'd, you'd do well on that show. You'd, you know, mm-hmm. you'd give it a shake. This year's show looks a little bit different to ones in the years. Like, it's almost like a little bit like Survivor meets Ninja Warrior at times, meets other stuff. It's a bit more strategic. Um, mm-hmm. how, how, how have you found it? Get, is it what you expected or is it a little bit different this time around uh, from you know, what we've seen in the past? Yeah, it's definitely um, a bit different as in the past ones, Australia would vote and if you're popular, you'd normally tend to stick around. But with the new series being a bit like Survivor, if you're popular, that's kind of a threat to people. So um, you're popular means you have more allies and, and you probably get further in the game and that could mean that you could get out of the house earlier. So um, you have to be a bit careful. Um, I found early that um, being loud and popular is probably going to get you in trouble. So maybe you have to take a back seat there and um, go undetected for a while. What sort of level of disappointment did you get when you walked into the house? You know, you watch these Big Brothers, you watch Love Island, you know, maybe too hot to handle on Netflix. And then you walk into the Big Brother house and you're greeted by just an absolute plethora, whatever that word is, of nerds. <laughs> was, was, how, how disappointing was that? Yeah, look, I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, I was expecting a bit of a Love, Love Island setup going in there. I wasn't going to do anything as I said. I was single but waiting for someone on the outside so I'm not sure what I'd do. Probably some weird stuff to them but yeah, it was, uh, it's, good, no, it's good. In in the past, it has been like that. You walk in, there's all these girls here that are models and these mm. blokes that have 10 packs uh, and this week, this, this series, you have Ian who collects bugs which is great. <laughs> yeah. So it's totally different. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a bit of a weird experience going there and seeing a different crew. Yeah, yes. for, some, for somebody who was, said they were waiting for someone on the outside, um, you mm. packed light, mate. You probably worn about one shirt uh, so far uh, across the yeah. two episodes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought shirts aren't needed. So, um, look, yeah, the first episode watching at home, 
with the now misses was, was a bit tough. Uh, oh, obviously, Talia, the now misses. The now misses, correct. So, um, yeah, it's a bit hard. As you've probably all seen now, Talia is uh, the queen in the house on the king. So, um, yeah, it's been nice in the doghouse early. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, Dan, we look at this. Uh, uh, Australia, we've done Big Brother over the years a little bit differently. You speak about the things that could go on there in a Love Island type setup. Now, mm. many years ago, there was a generous level of alcohol served in the house. That's been brought right back. Yeah. In the European ones, back in the day, it was just complete and utter, as much booze as you wanted, you could dart, you could root, you could do anything. What are the re- what have there been the restrictions like early on for you guys? Are you allowed to have a drink or is it completely restricted? You can't do anything. Eyes on you the whole time, obviously. What's, yeah. it, what's it like there? What are the, res- the restrictions like? Yeah, well, they're, they're pretty strict, obviously, uh, as you've seen, we don't have much food um, at the moment. We're on basic rations, and that also means basic um, water. So we can't, but basic liquids, so just water uh, we can have. So obviously, that means no alcohol or, or tea or coffee. So yeah, it's pretty strict at the moment. We have nothing to eat and nothing to drink. So we can't get gassed up to our eyeballs and make some fun TV. So um, yeah, it's tough. It's real tough. Now, Daniel, while you were in the house, you you would have heard about it, The Last Dance. It's been everywhere. It's the documentary about Michael Jordan. Who is the Michael Jordan of the Big Brother house? Because everywhere is comparing somebody to the Bulls of the, the 90s or the Michael Jordan. You work yeah. in AFL media, don't you, Georgie? I do. Is <laughs> this Tom Morris? Have we got the wrong photo? <laughs> Are you the Michael um, Jordan? <laughs> oh geez, I'm not even a Scotty Pippen to anything, so I don't think I'm Michael Jordan. Um, Michael Jordan. No, I say as you, uh, I don't know if you've seen so far. I get along really well with Matt in the house, uh, the guy from Broken Hill. So he's probably the Michael Jordan in the house, and I'm his, I'm his trying to be a Scotty Pippen, but I'm more like a Luke Longley. Now, <laughs> let, let, let me know if you can't answer this one because for those tuning in now, it is only day two of Big Brother, mm. so we're not talking anything after that. It's, it's only day mm. two. Right now, because we don't want him. Just in case you never know, Dan might win the show. He might get the check. I might take it back off him if he ruins it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so we, we, we don't know. But hey, uh, Dan, I wanted to ask you about uh, first episodes. Um, you know, you've uh, you've been caught snoring, um, <laughs> which I don't know if you're aware of before you went in, but it's pretty pretty full on. Um, yeah. And then obviously last night, you probably had my one of my number one nightmares about maybe going on a reality TV show. You got stage fright trying to piss on a block of ice. Mm. Um, mm. <laughs> You know, the first episodes, a few big kind of personal clangers. Is does it? Do you get more embarrassing as it goes on, or, or if you kind of peak with a couple of um, couple of bits out of the out of the blocks? Oh uh, no, nah, similar to my, my my life, mate. It gets worse as you go on. Um, <laughs> so yeah, look, snoring night one wasn't great, but you know, Australia's now laughing in a serious medical condition. Sometimes I can't breathe when I sleep, so it would be a good laugh if I just don't wake up one day, wouldn't it, Australia? <laughs> and then also, yeah, look, the pee in the ice. I tried my best, mate. Um, but yeah, look, when there's a lot of cameras on you and people staring at you, it's, it's a bit hard to get going. So, um, unfortunately. Probably one of our most engaging tweets of the night, though. We, get it. we got a screen, I don't know if you saw it, a screenshot of it uh, with the caption, Gorringe misses another point blank set shot. So... Thanks for yeah, the content, fair. anyway. That's um, fair. I'm just going to be the ball, to be honest. <laughs> now, uh, Daniel, look, obviously we're talking a fair bit about Big Brother here, but there is a whole past life to you, which was AFL football, a yeah. high draft pick, paid for a, a couple of clubs. You, you make light of it, but it's bloody mm. hard for anyone to get to the top level. So, so well done there, regardless mm. of what it looked like. Question for you. 
Has there been any times in this house throughout this process, and you don't need to go into too much detail, where you've been able to either take something back from footy and the way it was being at a club or that there's been something that takes you back to that? Has there been any similarities whatsoever between what you're going through now and, and being in that house and then being at the Gold Coast Suns? Yeah, um, yeah, trapped is one. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> trapped into to the house. I think, oh, I kind of, as I'm in the house, it's kind of a bit like a footy club where the house is a bit of a locker room and then when you go to the challenges, it's kind of game day. Um, so I'm, I'm great with the, the social aspect of, of the house and with footy as well. I thought always my social side to it was really great, but performing wasn't too good at all. As you've seen, I haven't won a challenge yet. Um, and I should be winning them. So yeah, look, there is similarities. The social side's great. And I think I really excel there, but performance wise, um, no good at all. Are you going to use the word journey at all coming out of this year? <laughs> I will promise you, I will never use journey. This is not a journey. This is just something that I'm doing. Not a journey at all. We spoke about with like with the foot with the footy career and everything like that. Which you've been hard done by. Like, it, and I, I love the banter, but you did have some injuries along the way and stuff like that. Yeah. And there's a lot of blokes, and I'm sure it's infuriating getting a whole bunch of blokes that have never even achieved anything in their life saying ha 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 Daniel Gorringe that sort of stuff. But did the Suns? Because you came out and absolutely roasted the Suns. Did they have any sort of backlash there? Because we saw your side of it, but was there anyone from the Suns sort of organisation that said, hey, can we just stop getting roasted? <laughs> no, actually, surprisingly, no one actually said anything. I got uh, one person from the club heard whispers that they weren't too happy with it, which is fair enough because I did go whack it hard. <laughs> um, so apologies there, but no, no, no backlash to it. So I think with all that, I'll probably, the, oh, I don't know if I'm the first, but I'm one of the first that actually tells the other side of it of, how funny and how bad it is to continually be a shit kicker um, <laughs> and struggle to train and play and get the footy or whatever it may be. So I don't think there's been any backlash. I think everyone's been pretty open to it and seeing the other aspect and other side of footy and what it's like not to be a 200, 300 game superstar or premiership player. So um, yeah, it's been pretty well received, but I'm sure internally they're not too happy with it. Hey, some of the, the comparisons, Dan, are fairly uh, obvious between yourself and obviously Fitzy, who had a similar journey to yeah. yourself, played, you know, a handful of... Well, you got him mm. covered. You've played 26 games. He played 18, mm -hmm. so you got him covered yeah. there. You're in the Big Brother house. He finished fourth. Who knows where you finish? Hopefully a little bit higher, so you could have him covered there. Mm -hmm. He's from Adelaide as well, like Fitzy. Is that right? Yep, correct. Yep. Yeah, everything's, everything's going pretty well. The one thing that Fitzy's yeah. got, um, which has helped him, um, just really to, to throw in the mix, is he's got that story he dines out on a kicking five on debut. Um, have you got a what, like? Have you got a footy story from your career that you you dine out on? Um, gee, have I dine out on? Nah, not. I probably I've got lots of ones that are opposite where I get subbed out of the game and then the Suns dine in on and win Port beat Port that first game. But um, <laughs> there's nothing really that. That's, I've a, that's done. A good. <laughs> yeah, look, that's that's probably one where I get subbed out of the first ever win in the Suns and Luke Russell comes on and wins a game for everyone. So. Um, <laughs> Just coincidence, I think. But no, nothing. I've maybe a few local ones where I've had a big night the night before and rolled out and kicked nine. And um, yeah, but nothing, <laughs> nothing in, the, in my AFL career that is probably something I should be boasting about. Unfortunately, yeah. we've all been there, mate. Uh, big night on the uh, <laughs> on the tins and then coming out and performing. Well, maybe not the performing, but not on the tins prior to game. <laughs> well, speaking of the local stuff, when the world returns to normal later this year or mm. early next year, will you have a will you have a kick at an amateur or a local level moving forward? Um, 
Yeah, I think so. I don't know if, if that looks like it's going to be this year because even if uh, the leagues do go ahead, I don't know if I'd be comfortable rolling out for whatever it may be. It looks like it's going to be a shorter season. But I think in um, next year, it's definitely something I'll weigh up. I'm not sure how this whole Big Brother experience is going to turn out and what might come out of it or, or whatever direction it goes. So I'm still open to having a kick. And like I said, I love the social side of footy and I... Um, love having a beer after the game and, and talking absolute shit with the boys. So for that, probably the doors open a little bit, but um, we'll have to wait and see, I think. Now, you've gone from playing footy to having a huge online presence on Instagram. You've mm. created your own characters. You stick things where they probably shouldn't be going. How did that all come about? Um, and how annoying are you to your girlfriend, Anna, when you yeah. have to make these? Because she features quite prominently on them. She does. Um, yeah, it's probably something I've been doing for oh, since I entered the AFL system, not the putting stuff up where they shouldn't go. I haven't done that for a while. Um, <laughs> but I think ever since I got the Suns, I was always just through Snapchat sending stuff to the boys and um, it's kind of been a constant. Then one day when I got the Carlton, Dill Buckley said, just put them up line and see what happens. Just put something on Instagram and, and see what happens and... I did that and all of a sudden it was a bit of a runaway train and people jumped on and um, I don't care if they're laughing at me or laughing with me, I'll take it. So, um, yeah, it's been good. It's been really fun. I think it's, once again, it's something completely different um, to come out of a footy system and not be a great player and, and not have this persona, but just to be an actual shit kicker and, and try and do something different. Um, it's probably been a bit of a appeal to people. So... Um, yeah, it's been awesome. I, 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 I love doing it. I like doing it. I like uh, seeing people's reactions, people's comments. So uh, I'm not sure what's going on at the moment with it all. It's a bit bit crazy and out of hand, but um, it'll be fun to see where it takes me. Yeah, well, oh, yeah, little... and Anna, yeah, Anna hates me as well. well <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Dill Buckley almost set you up there. You're both in Carlton, you know, competitive, competitive list. And he's yeah. found you posting this grotesque stuff on Snapchat. And he said, mate, you should probably put it live. Yeah, he sent me up because he probably probably both knew we were getting the flick, so he thought you may as well go before me. <laughs> What's worse, the Instagram or the Snapchat? Where's the real Where's the real uh, wild stuff go? I can yeah, imagine Snapchat uh, it's the comes back. I could be in a bit of trouble here. They <laughs> 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 so dig that up. <laughs> oh god, did your mic break before, Wally? Oh, my old Felix. It happens occasionally. I turn it on and off. Hammy and I have these sophisticated microphones that uh, <laughs> basically fuck up whenever they're not meant to. So it's yeah, just, good. We're, we're a chance. Yeah, they're, they're looking yeah. a bit like uh, sex toys. They don't really know how that works, to be honest. But um, no, massive <laughs> hopefully you can hear me. So I don't know if it's any good. Hammy, you just bought yours on, on appearance. So I Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, Hammy actually luckily just found out it works as a mic as well at a late date. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, yeah what a happy coincidence. Um, now, Dan, might want to use one for his Instagram videos. <laughs> <laughs> now, that, the boomerang mic could be a little bit more painful from the golf ball, but I'm more than, uh, yeah. more than happy to give that one. Have <laughs> you What's next for Dan Gorens? Like, of course, you spoke about, you know, we, you never know where mm. this sort of stuff goes when you go on. Reality TV, but what's what's the ideal gig? Like you look at Fitzy and radio, he's on Nova, come on, mainstream, that sort of stuff. Mm, where, yeah. where, where do you want to get to? Uh, yeah, probably, I'm not really sure, like I said, what it looks like, but there's definitely something I want to do in terms of entertaining people and um, talking to people and continuing to make people laugh or whatever it may be. So in, in that type of um, world, it'd be great, but most of the stuff I've done in the past doesn't fit um, the mainstream type bill so um 
yeah, I'm not sure whether it's creating something myself and running with it or um, being a fitzy. I'm not really sure yet. So as long as I, I continue to make people smile, laugh, whatever it may be, then I'm happy with doing that. Very good, very good, very good. Hey, can I just ask, just thinking mm. of the Big Brother house. Now, obviously yeah. with footy at the moment, we've, we're going into hubs. We're going into mm. lockdowns. The AFL is doing everything they possibly can to get footy back on. That's great. When you played, you played at, you played at Gold Coast, you played at Carlton. How do you think that these teams will respond to living on top of each other and being in hubs? Um, it's a good question. I think with away trips, um, when we were playing away, it was really hard to be away for one night or two nights just because you were so keen to get back home after a game. So for these teams going to hubs to then play a game outside of their home state and go back to a hotel and continue to do that for a while, I think it would be really tough. I think the mental side of it is going to take its toll. Um, I know now that all my mates that play footy are already having a tough time not being able to do anything and see anyone, and they're at home in their home states. So to be in these hubs is going to be, yeah, really hard. And I said to one of them the other day, I don't envy any AFL player at the moment because you're stuck at <laughs> home, you go to training, you come home, then you play in front of no crowds. It's essentially an open training session that you're doing. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be tough. Uh, all round for the, the clubs and players this year. But in, in saying that, it'll be a, a great and sweet premiership once the team who wins it. I mean, it's, it's really different. It's it's odd. It's it's not normal. But I'm just keen for normal footy to come back, to be honest with you. I want to go to the pub and have a frothy and, and watch the games and get immersed in it. And I don't... Mm. I watched round one. Obviously, I was away from round one and I caught up with it. And this is serious. Do you think that you have a warped perception of what trips are because you didn't have success at clubs do you think that so, if the teams are winning if you're a west coast for example you're going yeah. over there and you're probably guaranteed three or four wins mm, do you think yeah. it's going to be a little bit different um sense of uh, feeling when they get back to the their hotels than than if you were a, a adelaide for example that probably yeah. won't be winning many yeah definitely i think um especially the west coast one where they do have that fortress over there i, I think even more so for teams that are going to play them You'd be, you'd be thinking, well, we're not playing in Perth anymore. It's a completely different ball game. Um, the field is a massive one. Everyone knows that over there. Um, and if you're going to play, say, again, for West Coast, instance, where they are, you'd be going, well, I'm a, I'm a chance here before we even enter the ground. Maybe not Carlton or, or Gold Coast because, you know, they're not the great. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I think, it, like I said, it's a completely different aspect this year. There's no, um, no sense of home ground advantage, even with the crowds now. There's no crowd there to, to spur you on. So I think this year there's going to be some teams down the bottom that, that were down the bottom last year that are going to absolutely yeah. shoot up again. So, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. Hey, I'm saying it's a different way. You're a, you're a legend of two clubs. Um, mm, you know, not you. like a premiership or a, <coughs> or a no, no. 300 game kind of way. But I was wondering, are you a, a fan? Would you say you're more of a fan of the Gold Coast or the Blues? Or do you, do you support a different team altogether? No, yeah, it's... Uh, I'm probably more a blues man, I think, just from my experience there. And it's not having a whack at the Gold Coast. Just the people I met there were uh, amazing. I've got probably more lifelong friends from Carlton. Not to say that I don't have the same at Gold Coast, but just the connections I made at Carlton were, um, yeah, really, really strong. And I think when I moved from Gold Coast to Carlton, I didn't know what to expect. But when I got there, I instantly realised what it was, what it meant to be an AFL footy player. I think in the Gold Coast was so pushed away and, and hidden from it all, that to come to Melbourne to a big four club like Carlton, you kind of go, oh, shit, this is what it's supposed to feel like and what it's supposed to look like. So 
I'm pretty lucky that I got experienced that in the last couple of years of, of my AFL life. So yeah, definitely a bit closer with the Carlton Footy Club, but I also watch the Suns as well and, and have some great friends up there. Would you rather win a premiership or win Big Brother? Oh, probably rather win Big Brother, actually. Um, <laughs> on, at the moment, I'm going better than I ever did in the footy system. So um, <laughs> I haven't been dropped to the twos yet. Um, not getting sledged. So I think, honestly, they're both Big Brother's is, is an amazing experience. It's, it's tough in there. It's really, really tough. So I think just to, to try and stick around with a group of people you've never, ever met before, you don't know their personalities and to try and win their trust and, and get along with them and then maybe win the whole thing at the end is, is something that probably would be, um, yeah, the biggest achievement of my life. Definitely. Well, if pissing on an ice block, if, if pissing on an ice block doesn't yeah. win their trust, mate, then I've, I've got no idea what, what's going to do. Oh, You've mate, already gone extreme weeks. Well, no, but it wasn't much to see, though. Yeah, they, won't, they, they won't trust him because he couldn't do it. So Yeah, well, yeah, we're still go. waiting to get the uh, sports. We're actually trying to get hold of the opposite angled uh, footage there. For so hopefully when we get there, we'll be able to have it live, <laughs> yeah, live yeah. on all channels. But one thing I want to ask as well is, you know, now my NBL career was quite short because I, I quite enjoyed getting on the piss after games and rocking up at the hotel at 5 a.m. For some reason, yeah. the coaches thought, you know, if you get smacked by 20, that's not the thing mm. to do. Yeah, it beats no. me the difference of opinion. But, um, <laughs> Agreed. Did, did you have any stories of when you go out there? I know you, you, you posted a lot of stuff on social media oh. and articles and whatnot, but yeah. just of those stories, whether you're sneaking back to the hotel room late because you never want to get caught or all that sort of stuff. Yeah. So I assume it's even more in the NBL you could go out there and, and piss on an ice block in the middle of a bar and no one's probably yeah. going to know you're playing the NBL where it's a bit different yeah. with an yeah. NFL guy. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think especially early day at the Suns, like there was times where we were banned from surfers. Like we were um, <laughs> involved in like bar fights and like stuff like that. So, um, but there's some stuff where we got whacked and obviously you got punished for it. Um, but yeah, the Suns early days, you could do anything you wanted at a bar. Like you could just throw a chair as far as you wanted someone. Like the boys would get rowdy as rowdy as they want to start <laughs> kicking on with each other in bars, like fully wrestling. So um, yeah, I think early days of the Suns, win win or lose, we were just getting as pissed as we could just because it's just something to do. So and then rocking up the Sunday recovery, just everyone got sunnies on in the water, just trying to like drown themselves. So um, yeah, then probably early days of the Suns is something similar. Nice, nice. All right, I'm going to ask you another another semi-serious one. We sp- mm. We've spoken about, and I'm as you can see, I don't watch a lot of reality TV, Daniel. I'm mm. more, more as you, as you, you can, see. can see. What do you mean, as you can see? You're, well, no, say, um, you're too manly questions. for that stuff, Wally. Well, you yeah. do yeah. reality TV? All my questions have been about football, Felix. I actually have nothing to give when it comes to reality <laughs> television. I don't mind MasterChef, though, because I'm... Fancy myself a little bit of a chef, but that's a whole yeah, other So you don't watch so. reality TV and then you come in saying you watch the peak of it in MasterChef. <laughs> oh, that's different. It's, it's ask food the question. related. <laughs> that's the difference. All right, so Daniel, I'll ask you this question because this is what I've been harping on about. AFL season, you've just been in isolation. You, you've just been in isolation. You get it. Everybody's in isolation now. We've got mm. player hubs. Every team plays everyone once. There's mm. no crowds. There's no extra six to eight free kicks a game for West Coast because mm. yeah, the umpires won't get scared. There's none yeah. of that. There's going to be minimal travel because they mm. are playing in hubs. Is this, rather than people's talking about it asterisks, is this going to be the most deserving and hardest premiership that a team's ever won in the AFL-VFL? Um, yeah, I reckon. I reckon just because it's completely different and you have to 
some teams have to change their location. Every player has to change their routine. There's no crowds there. It's it's a lot, lot harder than a normal season. Where in the season, you get in a habit, you travel, you roll into games, there's crowds, you do appearances, you play, you train, all in the same place. This is completely different. So I think this will be... Yeah, the sweetest, the hardest premiership the team's ever won in the AFL just because of everything that's happening around with it. So, um, yeah, completely different. I couldn't imagine being a player doing it because I don't think mentally I could do it. I think I'd just, it'd be too much of a toll. There's rules there. I don't like following rules. I'd break them. So it'd be, it'd be really, it'd be, it'd be hard and, and definitely the, the hardest premiership ever won, sure. I've just got a quick one before you go, Dan. Um, mm. Someone on the, this podcast, very, very similar credentials to yourself, former athletes, um, mm. big social media following, oozing with charisma. Uh, Georgie Parker, I reckon, is about ten <laughs> to probably go into the Big Brother house or a similar show mm. next year. Yeah. Any advice for her on, you know, how to succeed or, you know, advice you wish you'd probably had before, uh, you know, you went on your journey? Uh, yeah, um, just one the snore, not one. <laughs> don't snore, not one. Good advice. Yeah, don't Write this down, one, Georgie. Then. Yeah, no, don't snore night one. I think. Don't piss on any ice. Don't piss any on ice. Don't be Alan. Don't be the Alan of the house. Probably <laughs> the, the first one. So, oh, look, it's, it's bloody hard. There's no right or wrong way to do it. I think, Georgie, you're a popular character. You'd be out there straight away. You're a threat. Oh. So, that's a compliment. <laughs> what did you know? That's a compliment. Georgie actually um, sent multiple letters into Big Brother afterwards begging to be on. Did you guys oh, know that? Know. Yeah, didn't what? get on in the first application. Sent he a few more out. saying, hey, look, I really, really want to get on. Now and I was quite angry when you got on, Dan. Yeah, You're now I think about oh, the saying, how do I get on for next year? Seems very sus. You know what? She, <laughs> didn't, she didn't actually do any work for a couple of weeks a few months ago. So I, I don't know mm. whether she went in as an intruder. I know you can't say, Dan. but um, <laughs> yeah. never do any work anyway, have you? worth keeping our eye on uh, the show. Good. Now yeah, I reckon sure it also uh, a bit goes missing. True him, mate. She might. Um, Keep your eyes out for Wally on MasterChef as well. <laughs> I'll just be on there on. as a exclusive test uh, taste tester. That'll be me, <laughs> Felix. Uh, and last one from me, Gorringe. Mm. Rodney E. Oh, he's man, a he's it. a talking point because he is a he has he's named Rocket for a reason. He loves a mm. spray, and you mm. are a battler. And I always find yeah. that they love to take their stress out on battlers. Oh yeah. Did you? <laughs> what was your biggest spray from him? He, I think he used this one on a few people. He thought that we all surfed up there, like because I had, I had blonde hair and I don't know. I was in the water. I don't know why. How he put the two together, but <laughs> I've come off. Um, I've come off one day during the ground. I've obviously messed up like I normally would have. So I'm running the ground. Runner says, "Come on, come on, the phone, rocket straight away." I get the phone, and he just goes. You surfer looking fuck. And just hung up straight away. And I was like, mate, I don't even surf, mate. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. There's no, there's no criticism, nothing what I did wrong. Just you surfer fuck. And just hung up the phone. I was like, that makes no sense to me. Okay. So, yeah, the thing that I love about was, was he pretty stoked to hear that you were actually just offered a bath, throwing chairs around and wrestling with the boys instead of surfing? Oh, it would have been. Yeah, it would have been all boring. That would have gone down well. So. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> All good. Well, it has been an absolute pleasure having you on, Dan. I'll tell you what, we might have to get you on once this thing goes a bit further because I get the feeling this will not be your last couple of days in the house coming up. And you've got a smile on your face and it looks like you've got about a $250,000 briefcase sitting behind you somewhere there on the couch. So <laughs> all the best going forward. And it's been a pleasure to have you on, mate. We can't wait to watch you going forward. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. See ya. Cheers, Dan. Appreciate it. Cheers.
Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. There, mate. There, mate. That is the man right there. I'll tell you what. Fitzy, there is a big brother little setup going. Play a couple of games in the AFL. Get on the get in the big brother house, and yep. now it's back. Fitzy, Dan Goran, who's and next, who, who, and next who's year, the most next likely year, Georgie to be next? Parker, as I said. There you go. Well, I'll tell you what, you wrote <laughs> three letters this year, so maybe it's four <laughs> next year, and you'll be able to get in there, George. <laughs> you got to do those video ones. That's how you get in, George. You got to do a video entry. Oh, okay. Be creative. We'll have a chat to how Harley and Tom. See if we can cut a bit of a reel. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> get who, the video. Uh, <laughs> out of the AFL players at the moment, who do we reckon most likely? We say someone has to retire this year and head into the Big Brother house next year. Who would you most likely want to see? Bit of a yeah. question without notice. Do you know, not that I want to see, but who I reckon they would cast is uh, Mason Cox. Oh, oh, yes. oh God. That'd be, they no, would. Don't get me please, please, Chef 101. please. Listen, listen to the reaction I've just, we've just got yeah. there. Straight yeah. away, that, that's, it gets people talking, you know? So, oh, yeah, but not in a great way. No, what, well, it doesn't matter. Don't, we're they don't, they don't we're talking about Alan. I mean, you need, you need, yeah. Oh, there's, there's, a, there's a few characters, obviously, in footy. The problem is that, that you're right. They have to, even they almost have to retire with no ambition to coach, be involved in footy, or go into media in the AFL world, because otherwise you're just going to get a guarded version. So you need somebody. Yeah. Even Mason, he he wouldn't. He'd just be all. He'd go, okay. What have I got to say? How am I going to do this? What are my cheesy jokes? You need someone like like Daniel who's just going to come out and does not give a shit. So you're yeah. saying you need you need someone with just you know not the greatest skill set, total lack of ambition, that sort of stuff. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, they could have a skill <laughs> set, but just don't want to have any involvement in footy post. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, someone well, actually who would go quite well is um yeah he's not a super superstar name of the AFL is uh I think he's quite a good mate to Gorian as well is um Billy Gowers. I've seen this man out and about. Uh, he is a chatterbox. Very funny man. Um, he could be another one if they're looking for another former footballer. Couple of Billy here. Couple of uh, Billy beer gowers at the pub. Once they open oh, up, eh? Right, we finished enough, filming the, uh, we finished enough, filming the album video, mate. Can... Oh, sorry, I thought I'd switch over to my uh, Big Brother uh, entrance video. But anyway, it is give me something. So we'll get yeah. into the tips now. We don't want to leave the punters with nothing there. We'll start yeah. off with you, great George D. Parker. Well, I've gone looking into the AFL world. Finally, it's what? One more sleep until footy is... It's Wednesday today, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, one, one more sleep, sleep until, until One more sleep Correct. until footy's back. And I've been looking at... I, I did think I might look at the Col- uh, Collingwood-Richmond game. It's the first game back. I think that's going to have a lot of punters ready to go. They're, they're very trigger-happy, um, you know, haven't punted on the footy in a while. But I'm going to go look to something a little bit safer, and that's the Port Adelaide-Adelaide game. Now, Wally, we spoke about this last week, that Port Adelaide is a lock to win yep. that one. But if we're looking at the weather, it's actually going to be pissing down all day there mm. in Adelaide. So they're not going to be winning by more than 40 points. So I've got a little multi here. Got Port Adelaide winning one to thirty-nine. That's a dollar eighty-three. I've got the unders of a hundred twenty-eight point five is the unders market. It's pissing down. It's not going to be a high-scoring game. Yeah. And Robbie Gray to get over twenty touches. Now he averages twenty-two a season the last three years. So that they should be locks. It's going to be wet weather footy, and he's not a big guy, so he's going to be able to get the mm. ball up on the ground. He's going to be getting all that dirty stuff. That pays you seven dollars seventy-five. 
You reckon like the that. shorter quarters are going to affect that Robbie Gray market, George? Uh, no, because he's a bit of a power player. That they, they, he's going to be doing well in that kind of bursty kind of things. They're going to be on. It's going to be fast footy still um, because they know they're going to be getting a rest soon. I think that's because um, I thought in the fir- yeah in the first round I thought oh these shorter quarters are going to affect the score line. It's going to affect touches, and it didn't because. They kind of played just as fast still. These guys are coming off a big break. I think they're going to be raring to go. They're gagging for the footy. Robbie Gray will get over 20. Port Adelaide will not win by more than 40. It's usually close anyway with the showdown, and especially when it's wet. The unders market there, I think, is a good little bit. I agree, George. Don't get sucked in by the shorter quarters. They play faster, and I don't reckon it's going to make as much of a difference as people reckon it will. Yeah. Well, well, what I, you got for us? Well, I was going to say, George, I'm, I'm AFL too, and I'm going to just give the punters what I've been saying the whole way through, and I'll get that one sec. But I like the fact Port Adelaide have some genuine bulls in their midfield and their weather conditions are suit. And they've also got some absolute freaks around goal like Robbie Gray. So great shout there. Look, I have been harping on about this betting strategy for the last month. Port Adelaide, the West Coast Eagles, and GWS are locks. If you multi those three, you are going to get $2 or more. Currently, I think it's about $2.24. So that is your safe bet. That's your bank. So you go, whatever I want to bet on this round, I'm going to bet half of it on that. So if those three win, and when they do win, you know what? That's money in the bank. Then I would play around some of the outsiders in this round. Collingwood 228 against Richmond. I, th- I think the Tigers probably get the Chockeys, but that's a, that's a $1.90 a piece game for me after the opening round. Hawthorne 244 against Geelong's ridiculous. Uh, Geelong have showed us nothing yet to suggest that they should be that price. And Carlton $2.43 against Melbourne. Give me a spell. Honestly, how can you how can you have Melbourne installed as <laughs> as a dollar fifty six favourite against anybody bar maybe the Gold Coast? That's ridiculous. <laughs> Carlton after quarter time against Richmond actually looked pretty good. Let's not forget that. So so for me, take your three, lock them in, and then have some fun with these outsiders because nobody knows how people would have gone in isolation in their hubs. Hammy, every year, yourself, another grub, Rambo, and I, we talk about you are crazy in the big bash to back any one bar favourites in the first few games. This should be similar theories. Unless they are a cast above their opposition, we don't know how they're going to come out of this. So look for the value, but have your safety multi there to make sure you don't do your nuts. Nothing gets me more aroused than a Mick Wall punting masterclass. Yeah. This is, you know, you see those ads on YouTube, those masterclass videos? <laughs> yeah, there needs yeah. to be one of Mick Wall, I'm Mick like Wall holding up a three meter, long, <laughs> yeah, three meter long bet slip. <laughs> Amy, what do you got for us? Um, I'm, a, I'm a disgruntled West Tigers fan. We lost to the worst team in the comp on the weekend, the Gold Coast uh, Titans. Um, they hadn't won a game in 364 days and we lost to them uh so our coach came out and made wholesale changes he dropped benji marshall even if you don't play the nrl you, you might know who he is he's, he's quite a uh, a bit of a legend of the game dropped him terrible call i'm annoyed and as such i'm gonna go a same game multi it's all against the tigers this weekend out of protest but i also think you're gonna make some money out of this one canberra raiders they lost as well they won't lose two in a row uh i, I like the raiders 13 plus here the raiders to win both halves and Jack Whiten is an anytime try scorer. That'll get you. You can pay up by that to $7.40. And I think that's money for old rope. The, the Tigers were dreadful. They've dropped a legend. Um, they're not winning that. Uh, so that's, that's where I'd be going. I've also got a little racing tip for you. It's probably 24 hours too late. There's a horse called Bixalon today racing. <laughs> race one at sale. I got it at 34 bucks yesterday. 
It is currently in to six fifty. It's been as low as four bucks. So, Very nice. Uh, and I dare say, sticks along. This will be going out after that jump. I would have thought. If that yeah. race won its sale today, I would have think uh, you. This is like a Biff's Almanac in Back to the Future Two. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I don't so, know. If I, yeah. Oh, you got to get this up by eleven fifty for that to be relevant at all. Otherwise, good luck. Um, but you, you guys, you missed, on. The, you you guys missed the on. you missed the price anyway. You missed the price. Yeah, you anyway, missed the price. So, yeah. So that, yeah. that's that's yeah. Stick well, to that Tigers one. That's on. Uh, hey, that's on Saturday. Night. Hammy, this has a little something about it. A, a great friend of the show, uh, part of the Sports Bets Global family, Simon Kennedy. Um, he, uh, Sid always used to, he was an Arsenal and an Essendon fan and he would often take multis against them on a weekend. So you have the split. This has that feeling about it. You're trying to go against the Tigers so hard to will them into a victory. And if they do get upset, you'll still get something in the kicker. Uh, yeah, look, I, the, the reason I don't like making a habit of betting against my own teams, but I'm, I'm not happy with the club. So this is more of an, this is a message. If anyone here from the West Tigers is watching, um, and you know, I hope they are. Uh, you got it wrong, so that's how I'm expressing myself. I'm expressing yeah, so myself I've, with some aggressive hunting. I've seen less treason on Game of Thrones than you going against the West Tigers there, <laughs> Hammy. Absolutely revolting stuff. Well, they'll give you a pass. Hopefully, they still get up for you, but hopefully, they get up for the punters on the other side. I've got one here, an AFL one as well. We're going very AFL heavy, of course, starting up. Collingwood taking on the Tigers. Now, you guys know I'm a mathematical genius, always have oh. been, just a numbers guy. Are we disagreements uh, okay. on that? I was, ex- I was expecting a raucous dick of disagreement. No, it's no, it's no, I've heard you describe it as a lot of things, mathematical or genius. It's not one of them. <laughs> but anyway, Jordan Degoey to kick two plus goals is sitting at $2. Oh, now, he's kicked it. two goals 15 out of the last 18 times they have played at the G. 15 out of 18 times. That is 83%. Now, Wally, you're, you're a punting genius in this sort of stuff. $2 odds for something that will happen 83% of the time is well and truly overs. No, and it's, it's absolutely ridiculous. It should be seventeen or something silly. should be seventeen. Jordan Degoe, two plus goals. I'm going to go ahead and say, statistically, that's your best bet of the round. And, and don't worry about these shorter quarters. The, the, the game has proved that it's still going to be high scoring. So Jordan Degoe, two plus goals, 15 out of the last 18 times of play to the G. Fantastic value. Love it. Love that Love bet, it. Felix. And you know what? Put that into your same game multis. Take Collingwood lines, overs, unders, whatever you do. Get your same game multis on. That's when you get the value, Felix. Love How that good is it? Footy's back. One sleep. Footy's <laughs> back. One sleep. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you probably same time next week. Give me something. Ooh. 